0: This week's episode of Mood is brought to you by Sista Afia. With 2019 just around the corner, it's time to start thinking about how to take care of you. Luckily, Sista Afia has done a lot of the hard work for you. Founded in 2017 by social worker and mental illness survivor, Kamisha Jones, Sista Afia seeks to provide quality mental health services focused on the needs of Black women. They offer monthly support groups, individual therapy, holistic healing events, and workshops to those in the Chicagoland area. If you're interested in starting, igniting, or maintaining your mental health journey, then visit www.sistaafia.com services. That is www.sistaafia.com services, or call 312-880-9739. Mental health is so important, so don't be afraid to seek help and be well. And let's start the show. back to this week's episode. I'm Ash. Chip. And this is Moon. Yay. 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 So before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you all know that we are actually going to be changing the structure a little bit.
1: Change is good.
0: Yes, it's good. Don't be alarmed. I know you've gotten used to this for the past maybe six, seven weeks of us doing kind of the same structure, but we wanted to make it more open to conversation. So we're going to have the same elements, we're just going to be switching them up a bit. First, we're gonna do good and black, and then we'll do culture, which is kind of global, everywhere else but Chicago news, and then we will do for the culture, which is very Chicago-specific news, and then we will do mood. Mood is going to be questions based off of or themed around the news that we talk about in culture and for the culture. And then we'll close it out with affect the culture, which is local events that you can come to see us and also support the things that are going on in our culture. So if you hear it and it sounds different, don't be alarmed. It's still us, same us, but we're just changing things so that you all can be a part of it. Now, I want to say this up front You can actually join us in discussion on our Discord, which is found in our link on our Instagram page, and you can be a part of the conversation. Let's talk about the questions that we raise, Um, but yeah.
1: Wow, that all sounds great. (laughs) Your breath control is impressive.
0: Many, many years of choir.
1: I could not have spoken at that length.
0: (laughs) Well, I am quite wordy.
1: All right. Well, how are you doing this week? How are you feeling?
0: Oh, um... This week, I feel like, I don't know, I guess it might be because like the year is ending. I'm just feeling one, very reflective, but two, also like, man, what have I done with 2018 and what am I going to do with 2019? And I feel like I can really relate to 21 Savage for getting to drop his album. Wow. Like, (laughs) I get it. And so it has me inspired because oftentimes I can kind of feel like a chicken with my head cut off. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I am going to get my act together and I'm going to get on top of like my planner and stuff, which I actually enjoy planning. I am a big part of the planner and bullet journal community, but I don't stick to it religiously. And I think part of that is because bullet journaling, if you've never done it, it's actually really hard. Um, So I think 2018, I'm just going to go back to what I know, what works for me and make this the year of, you know, better
1: well um what about you thank you so much for asking <laughs> i am verklempt oh. um no that's not actually the word to describe how i'm actually feeling was Just that a real word verklempt is a word
0: Huh. the more you know
1: yes it means overcome with emotion to the point where you can't speak
0: wow that's how you're feeling. Shout out
1: to the Germans for that one.
0: I figured it was a German word. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah.
1: Far klemt would be not oh. the opposite, but that, but you're sad instead of happy.
0: Oh, okay. So which one are you feeling?
1: Maybe just klemt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am klemt.
1: I am klemt. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a, a long holiday to work time. So there's been a lot going on in my I haven't really had much time to rest mentally, so I'm I'm moving kind of at a very strange place. I don't w- really know where my head at. My head is at. Don't know where my head is at. But yeah, maybe I, isn't that kind of what you said? But maybe I'm feeling that know, way, for maybe, a different yeah, way.
0: Maybe we're feeling. Yeah, like different but same things.
1: Yeah, D- we we're feeling the same way, but we 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 took different paths to get yeah. there. Yeah. So I'm feeling the way you're feeling.
0: Aw, twins.
1: Hashtag twinning. Uh well today in Good and Black, Tyler Perry, he is a screenwriter, actor, director, producer.
0: He does it all.
1: Action hero. Playwriter. Madea, etc.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: In two Walmarts in Georgia, he paid everyone's layaway. Oh. And that's kind of a big
0: deal. That's because so nice.
1: Walmart services very large communities.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's very true.
1: And I don't know how much he paid; it's probably out there, but uh, I don't really think that matters. It's, right? It's almost like getting your college loans paid off. It it doesn't matter how much it was; just the fact that it's gone now. <laughs> great. Well, when it previously existed. That's kind of the the victory there. So that that's great that he decided to go out support a community by kind of taking away their debt granted it's not like credit card debt but still I mean people want gifts yeah and I think it's really great that he thought to do something like that I know if I had something on layaway and then I came back right and someone said hey you're you're good you can just take that thing that would be pretty great
0: right yeah I think that a lot of times people are like oh Christmas is a, a right or no a privilege not a right and it's like yeah but even if you're dead broke it's still something that lifts your spirits and that's that's really important especially around this time when a lot of people are really really happy but a lot of people spend this time very very sad and so for him to go out of his way to try to raise people's spirits and you know do something good for the community when he really didn't have to there's no reason to look down on that at all
1: yeah definitely um next up i mean it's it's always around this time of year that we have the big competitions what's coming up the the oscars i think
0: yeah i think oscars and the grammys
1: congratulations to uh all of you very talented folk <sighs> who are nominated for incredible works in both music and movies yes
0: yeah 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 they or don't is it think tv i want a
1: grammy grammy is music future reminder. yeah me and i that. think
0: oscars is movies yeah yeah
1: uh and tony's is tv No, Tony's is theater.
0: Oh, yeah, Emmy's might be TV. I don't know. We don't know, guys. We don't know.
1: Congratulations to all of you.
0: Way to go, guys.
1: You done great. Super
0: congrats. Which, I mean, I know that the kind of uh, critique on all of these award shows is usually that there aren't enough representations of people of color, and I think that it's really good that this year there was a decent amount of representation.
1: Yeah, I'm I think the community is becoming more open to celebrating different voices and different backgrounds and I think that that's great. Not that we need the board to tell us right. what is good or what is bad. I think that the communities that these people come from and that birth the art that grows this stuff knows what's good and bad. But yeah. it's it you know, representation never hurts. It's it's always nice to have it whenever you can get it
0: yeah and a special shout out to kendrick lamar because i think he has about like eight nominations right now
1: that is crazy
0: um yeah which most of them for his work on the black panther album so that's super cool because you know it was breaking records and winning awards for the actual movie but i'm so glad that people have taken the time to actually listen to the album because it is so good If you guys want to know my theme song, it's Killmonger. I plan to have that played when I am buried as they walk me down. It's a pretty cool song. It's so good.
1: But the album itself was really, really good. The whole thing. Rarely do you have a movie that has a soundtrack that is super compelling.
0: That isn't like naturally a musical.
1: Right. Right. And it's not like Tarantino movies where he, he'll he just pick songs that are really awesome yeah. that already yeah. exist and put them in his movies.
0: I'm trying to think of the last movie that like, I don't know, I feel like maybe Lord of the Rings. Like that was very beautifully scored.
1: Yeah, that was a score. That wasn't a soundtrack, which those are two different yeah, things. Yeah, that's
0: true. Hmm. Yeah huh i'm gonna think about that we're gonna we're, i'm gonna think about that and we can talk about that in the discord because i really now i'm curious to see like what movie i think has a good soundtrack, soundtrack. versus yeah, not, score everything that's coming to mind is scored like pride and prejudice score that's a score um and then the rest of them are the music, score was the soundtrack it's a I'm weird line of. yeah i can't think of another one well way to go black panther for like topping that too
1: yeah having a great album being a great movie being on netflix all of that stuff
0: shout out to netflix for allowing me to live my best life
1: at least right now until disney plus comes up in july
0: because i won't do it so we have too many subscriptions we can't do it
1: we can find something to switch it. it disney plus are you we kidding me all it. of marvel and disney that stuff in the vault come on we can't do it oh my
0: gosh i'm sorry well maybe subscribe
1: for... to the podcast and send us a donation <laughs> so that we can subscribe to disney plus when it comes out
0: oh gosh that is my heart's desire well there you have it so this week in the culture trippy red which i don't know who he is
1: la soundcloud rapper previously beefing with six nine for a while they were friends and then not friends oh that's sad. but uh he's he's a big time la soundcloud rapper
0: shout out soundcloud uh he was opening for travis scott on his World tour and he actually decided to stop opening for him he said that the stage design was so elaborate which if you don't know at some point travis scott rides a roller coaster from one end of the arena to the other wow yes But because of that setup, I guess it cut into Trippy Red's, like, set time. And I guess it got pushed back farther and farther. And so he decided to quit because of that. I mean, I I get it because, you know, you want your shine. But also, like, I'm getting paid no matter what time I go stand on that stage. So if you just want me to come out for one song and that's all I do, fine. But you still got to pay me the same amount because it's not like it was his fault for like i just i wonder what the contract looks like for that because it's not his fault that like the set got pushed back farther and farther
1: yeah that's that's true and And i'm like why leave that money as much as i don't necessarily listen to his music not for any reason i don't know any of it there's just so much good music coming out of chicago right now (laughs) that that's just all that i listen to just a little exclusive but i would say that as an artist i can understand wanting to have a hold on your artistry and so when it comes for you to show and express what you've spent you know your life's time and work developing that you want to you want to present it in a certain way and so to for to have someone else's work infringe on that even if you guys are cool it could be like you know what even though this is a great opportunity I think the opportunity for me to share my work with the people who are excited about that is a bigger and better opportunity than just to show up and support your vision, and so but hopefully I mean, like, things are still cool between them, but yeah, I don't know i can I can understand that.
0: but I mean, if you're opening, like you kinda like it is what it is, and I think a lot of people probably prepare for the more common thing, which is like the main artist is late, so you have to have a couple more songs prepared on your set than you normally would. And I think that's probably a little bit more common is like being on stage longer as opposed to like, oh, man, this is taking way too long for this artist to set up. I only got two songs to do. Like, I don't think that's very common. But also I feel like I don't know, like, like, get your money. Like, do you like you're going to have your own tour.
1: like yes. this is
0: going to fund your tour stay well, on his tour and then fund your tour You're opening like yeah, it's not that big a deal
1: i mean get get your bag i can i can understand yes, that get your but bag. trippy red i mean he's got his own humongous following and you know fanship fan based people who tune into him so it's not like he doesn't need the astro world tour even ah. though i'm um, so granted travis scott's I knew this even before he was super big that his shows have crazy energy. He, as a performer, does an amazing job. And so to be a part of that bag, hey, you know. Right. Yeah. Get your money out. But I don't know if it's a but.
0: I mean, maybe he's just really not in it for the money. Maybe he's just like, I'm here for the artistry and you're not letting me do my art. So i am I right?
1: Own. And I can I can understand that even at the cost of a bag, especially if I know I can still get my bag on any day of the week in any major city.
0: I mean, real talk. I don't know if I'm passing up any bags, honestly.
1: Well, I can understand that.
0: <laughs> but maybe that's just because where I'm at. Like maybe he's at a point where he's comfortable, like he's content with the amount in his bag.
1: I mean, if you can sell out any place where you want to go perform, that's bag enough.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Thinking about the live shows in the future when when they get to that point, we're
0: not going nowhere big, y'all. Just throwing that out there.
1: This is, uh, come get your plane tickets to Chicago. Yeah,
0: you gotta you gotta show up.
1: Mood con
0: on time <laughs> and be the first one in this event because I will not do big stadiums. I can't do it. Y'all already know I got social anxiety, so I'm going to give you what I can. And there you go. Which we will do meet and greets in a small stadium. Also this week, Mr. Soldier Boy Hustle has been out bah, bah, here bah, bah, bah. working. He announced this week that he'll be releasing his own gaming console with Amber Nick, which if sure. you don't know, it's like... Kind of a third party gaming console that has like a bajillion games on it and it's like manufactured in China and you can get a thousand of them off of Wish.com for like oh wow forty five bucks or Yikes. you know like they have them on Amazon for cheap cheap also. But he is now selling his own version, which is called the Soldier Game, and it retails $149.99. So basically $150. And there's also a handheld version that's gonna be for ninety-nine. Now, the consoles come pre-inserted with 800 games. That's
1: an incredible amount of games. From the
0: original Nintendo and Sega. Wow. And the handheld comes with about 3,000 from Game Boy and Sega. I actually have watched some reviews because... I was thinking, wow, this is actually a really great opportunity for people who want to game or who like to game but can't afford the big systems and stuff. It's like, if you like to game and you want to play some of these old school games, like, buy this thing. It's, like, easy for you to use. But now, after having done some research, I'm kind of like, hold on, is this a soldier scam? Like, what is happening?
1: Well, I mean, a lot of those... If you're in the space, you understand ROMs and Raspberry Pi game systems and things like that. Yeah. They're not really expensive to make or do. You can usually but, get them at Aldi. Well, I don't know about Aldi.
0: No, we got one at Aldi before. No,
1: oh, well, that's pretty crazy. They they're just they're just not that expensive. I think that there are people who may not want to do the work to build and, you know, make that happen, which is okay, and I think that's why the price point is also reasonable because it's essentially twice what it would not maybe like one it's not even twice as much as it would cost to make it it might cost you a hundred dollars to make one on your own and they're charging you like 150 and then if they're mass producing them they got the prices down but they're just they're not high quality things yeah no but they give you about. the opportunity to play lots of games at a cheap price and um
0: which if we're talking cheap price this is not it for these gaming consoles like 150 for like A jank controller, a one-pound gaming device.
1: Look, I will not endorse anything illegal.
0: Which is also a different topic because...
1: But there are ways (laughs) to play games that you like. And I will leave it at that. Google
0: is your friend. Yes. Dot, dot, dot.
1: There's a lot of information out there. There's a
0: lot of information out there. A whole lot. But even if you didn't want to, I would say, if you were thinking of buying this because Soldier Boy's name is attached to it... Please don't. Just, <laughs> right. Just, yeah. <laughs> just go on Amazon and buy yourself a cheap one. They're literally the exact same thing. And if you thought he was gonna stop there, joke's Whoa. on you. Because he also has a soldier watch.
1: Don't want it.
0: And soldier phones, don't which need are like it. headphones, and soldier pods. Won't get them. I mean, kudos to him for out here trying to like get his game up and you know, he might really be passionate about gaming and thinking that he's doing something good or he found a I don't know I don't really see a lot of people I don't know who would buy into this because it's not I, like the newer generation knows Soldier Boy
1: I don't really think they they have to uh, he might actually be able to get a market of people who know they like video games but aren't necessarily in to play them competitively and want very generic entertainment and so if you got a lot of something it has value in that
0: But then they're just going to get the cheaper one. Maybe if they
1: know about the cheaper ones or if that some people want to buy from a brand.
0: That's true. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, I don't know. Kudos to you, Soldier Boy.
1: It's not like cereal where the product is very obvious what you're getting.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess. No, I mean, I don't know. Because I feel like a lot of these like big, not big, but like the systems that offer no the systems that offer a lot of games like they're kind of all the same thing they kind of all offer the same games because of the way that software works and that's as Mm -hmm. far as i'm going to go into that for the same reason that you can google it yep yep but so like the people that are looking for that very specifically like they usually know what they're looking for before they go look for it you know
1: Actually, I I do know. I don't want to keep it too vague. For the people listening, it might not be cool. Oh yeah, they don't know.
0: Okay, yeah. Go ahead and educate the folks.
1: So, let's say in the best case scenario, we have a Nintendo 64 sitting right here, right? By golly. With Mario Kart 64 right there. I can, within my right, because I physically own a game that I've bought, go on the internet and download a version of that which would allow me to play the game on my computer essentially for free but it's legal because i've purchased the game and right. i own it so i i have the right to do that mm-hmm. but it's not like there's a an, an online cop going to
0: right you yeah know, no they're really not coming for you
1: Right, because it's not like these companies buy the rights to all those games that they're you putting know. on those things.
0: And there's so many of these systems, so it's like, at this point, they like they would have to do so much hunting down to find everybody who is allowing people to use their online version of that game.
1: Yeah, definitely. Which um, they could not do.
0: Yeah, they could not do. Soldier Watch, I don't really know much about that or the other accessories for that. Um, I just know it's going to be a smartwatch. And yeah, so there's that. Also this week, kind of, if you haven't heard about this, I'm shocked because it was actually pretty big. It made real news. But Travis Scott was allegedly photographed cheating on Kylie Jenner. But it turned out to be a social experiment. So an impersonator named Christian Adams said the goal wasn't like to hurt anybody or anything like that. But he just wanted to prove how gullible the internet is. So he literally manufactured a photo of himself and a girl, which he looks like Travis Scott, and a girl who wasn't looking like Kylie Jenner. And then like put it out and put it to these like, you know, uh, what is that called? Like the celebrity news People. yeah like room. the paparazzi people tabloids. he put it out tabloids there we go yeah nice. he put it out to some tabloids and it kind of got like big press because like travis scott was like "Yo, know like i didn't do this i mean
1: they just had a very like, high profile celebrity baby also yeah he just released a very big album
0: yeah and also you know like the their family has had some not good luck Prone in, to drama. In love, yes um and they've had not good luck in love so it was kind of like a big deal cuz everyone's like oh my gosh this kid is trying to like ruin his well first it was like Travis Scott how dare you and then when it came out that it was fake it was like like how dare you try to ruin this young family yeah that's that's kind of dirty yeah
1: but also uh, it's it's weird when you're like a millionaire I mean, celebrity global. type person uh, it's it's tough for them, they're in the light, the limelight. I think they understand that some of that is a part of it comes with the territory. But also, he's like on the biggest tour of his career. Yeah, he got time for that.
0: Well, um, I mean, that's usually where they be doing that, though.
1: Well, I mean, they're both celebrities, so it's like they could always be around each other if they want. Yeah, wanted but to
0: I it. mean, like if he was gonna cheat on her, that's a place to do it. Well, I saw or the Michael video. Jackson made a whole song about it
1: what song was that dirty diana oh yeah sorry diana
0: not sorry she was oh. steal him sorry, from Mike. his woman yeah
1: sorry third party <laughs> lady
0: <laughs> lady yeah so it was crazy also because people on the internet were trying to then cash in on this story as their ticket
1: oh that's weird
0: yeah so for those of you who don't know there is a huge community on youtube that is dedicated to kind of covering celebrity drama youtuber drama beauty drama um and they're called drama channels
1: the beauty drama is kind of lit though. oh
0: yeah no it gets wild yeah and it
1: bleeds into real life
0: too. yeah if y'all know you need to be watching like i was fiending for some drama this summer because real housewives was off
1: of atlanta
0: yeah real housewives of atlanta was off that's the only one that i watch and correct yeah i can't think my other drama sites or my other drama shows, but that Sources. one was definitely off. Um, And I was fiending for some drama and I somehow stumbled upon YouTuber beauty drama. And it's crazy. But this one YouTuber who follows drama made a whole story about this travis scott situation and was saying like oh well i know the girl who was in the photo with travis scott because it's his friend and he set it up yeah and she no no this girl had nothing to do with it like she doesn't know any of them
1: oh well and she was trying to say like
0: yeah like i know the girl and the girl says she's definitely sleeping with travis scott and she's like so sorry for like xyz and blah 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 and like made it into a whole thing and fabricated it and she had fake receipts and stuff which i mean it does go back to his point about how gullible the internet is because it's so easy to fake stuff on the internet nowadays like it's just so easy you can fake text messages you can fake voicemails you can fake anything you want to fake and so she was over here trying to cash in on this like situation and then obviously when it turned out that christian said like hey guys it was actually just a social experiment i mean i don't think she's responded yet to like the Clear fact that dirty she was name. up here lying yeah she might just try to wait for it to blow over and like come back on the sneak sneak which but probably won't
1: take very long
0: yeah no somebody's gonna do something but um it's crazy that people are out here so invested in stuff on the internet like just you know trust everyone but don't trust anyone
1: yeah i can't remember who it was very recently but they were just talking about how the internet is just not real like if it's on the internet it's probably not real and not saying that there's no legitimacy in anything that's on the internet but as it relates to sort of social constructs and interpersonal things that you have real relationships and real people and real conversations that you can have yeah. And then the internet kind of allows itself to be this middle ground for right the avatar of yourself. Yeah. And who you may want to be so that you can connect with other people and who they may want to be and and how they're choosing to present themselves and so.
0: Yeah, which some of it's not I wouldn't say like all of it's like fake as in like people are like trying to mislead you. Like some of it, but it's just easy like, to be
1: misled in that space,
0: right? Like some of it's like fantasy, I'll say. Even you'll look at a lot of these mom accounts, and that's why I fight really hard to be like raw and real on the internet because I don't know. I just think there's something about authenticity that is endearing, and more people need more of that on the internet to be able to help combat. You know, like the fantasy that people are being told because especially as like a mom or like a woman, you go on the Internet and you see that your life is supposed to look like you start to think, oh, my life is supposed to look this way. And it's like, you know, mom of two, her house is perfectly clean. Lies. She's well rested. She gets her nails done. Like she takes her kids on fun trips all the time. And it's like, yeah, no, like my toddler's over here screaming his head off because he ran into a wall. Like, (laughs) where's that picture? Yeah. Or, yeah, so like for me, like I'll post all kinds of crazy stuff. Like my son had a blowout diaper one day and I put, oh no, we were potty training him. Yes. And he got be be wary if you're squeamish but he got poop everywhere it was everywhere it was on the toilet it was on the chair and because like parents only like to show you the happy picture of their toddler on the toilet and it's like oh yeah potty train like you can get tricked into thinking oh potty training's easy and it's like no. no girl no it is not easy all right it is a war we are out here battling against poop and babies two dangerous things yeah, so you can't really be falling into this like fantasy world. And I think that a lot of times people and it's not in like bad intent, but they try to put their best foot forward. Yeah, but they it's like, do. no, sometimes you need to put like your bad foot forward. Sometimes you need to put that bunion up front. All right. Show Yikes. the world what it looks like.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's a little scary. <laughs> Shout out to that dude from Aerosmith and his
0: feet. What?
1: I think what Steven Tyler. He's got really nasty feet and the internet clowns him every time he shows his feet in public.
0: I don't mess with feet, so I don't even know. That's gross.
1: Well, yeah. If you ever want to gross yourself out, (laughs) that that would be the way to do it. I'm
0: good. So for this week in For the Culture, the bears. Bear down. Guys, the bears are in the final stretch of their journey to winning the division title
1: which is completely not so crazy
0: good for y'all
1: yeah i think right now they're nine and four and they just beat the la rams the newly la rams who i think they were essentially the best team in the league and for the bears to beat them it says a lot about where they are where they've come from and, somebody um, knock on some wood what their trajectory could be yeah they are they're tearing it up and a lot of people are really excited about the football that they've been playing and not that i've watched you yeah, know any football at all this season nope. because the, the reasons. is reasons mess- <laughs> there's so many reasons to not watch football insert one here yeah you can insert whatever reason you'd like to not watch football and i support that i'm down with it but I'm not going to lie. I am excited yeah. for the fact that. Bear
0: down. Yes.
1: Bear all the way down. Mm. Um, That the Bears who have. They've just been really bad for so, so long. So bad. Like and to the point got, where
0: I'm ashamed. Like when people are like, yeah, who's your team? I'm like.
1: Uh Don't ask that question, said, uh, what's my high school again? you know <laughs> like, which high school like team? I would
0: at this point, I was the, the Chicago High School like,
1: classic. That's it,
0: well, I was at the point where I was like, I would rather rep Syracuse's college team, which their football team they're garbage there you I go. love you, but you guys are garbage. I would rather rep them though than the bears
1: yeah yeah i I completely agree, I mean I'm but not I'm this very season. glad. We got rid of that quarterback. Yes, that we paid way too much money for that. Was on the team for way, too way, way long, too long, doing too little.
0: Yep. Which we've said that for years. We're like, he's not a team player. He's down for him, so we need to just get rid of him and someone like get someone who knows how to lead a team. Because it's like football is one of the very few games where you cannot carry your entire team. Right. like basketball sure you can be like derrick rose and go out there and get half the points that your team gets but football you can't you can't be running up and down the field making all the touchdowns yourself and blocking the team yourself like it takes an entire team to do it and the fact that it only took one person to like put a chink in that uh chain, chain. yeah like and then be their downfall for so long since like 2006 like
1: yeah it was it's been a really yeah,
0: yeah. i've had two whole children since the last time the Bears were good. Wow, I think you like might two have humans called... came out of my body.
1: Well, he came to the Bears in two thousand and nine, but he came into the league in two thousand and six. Very strange. But we've been well, the Bears have been bad that entire time. Whole time. Not that it's his entire I've fault. lived in three states. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> <sighs> I'm just not a Rex Grossman. No, Jay Cutler. It was
0: yeah, no, that's who it was.
1: Smoking Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Yeah. He, uh, anyway. We now I
0: kind of wish... Uh, did Urlacher, he retired, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he was great for the team.
0: Just come back. No. <laughs> He's he gone can, now. He come, back. come back. Of course he can. Yeah, no. People do it all the time.
1: That is true. Football is not a place where people come yeah, out of true. retirement. <laughs> I think once...
0: He can be the first.
1: I mean no one's gonna sign up to get hit like that he would no he's got hair plugs now he's stop. getting haircuts he's looking stop good Stop it! i he's, cannot stand. he you. doesn't have, he doesn't stop. have to go back to that that life stop it he's no he's doing great
0: i mm-mm. stop go I, bears i died okay well also this week oscar nominated director steven james which if you don't know he did the movie hoop dreams And he also did a new or a recent documentary. I think it's called America in Me. I haven't seen it, but apparently it was good and got him nominated. He is currently filming a documentary that is going to be following Chicago's mayoral election that is supposed to end in February of 2019. And I think that is so huge because this guy said like he always knew that he wanted to do this in particular, like. Something about Chicago politics, but he just never really felt like the time was right until right now. And that's true because we are on the verge of, you know, like having a new mayor and we're at the point where a lot of us millennials are out here trying to make some changes and make things happen. And it's been one of the most involved, like, elections that we've ever had as Chicago. And it's going to be really impacting and empowerful to have a documentary about it. The crazy thing is we're going to be able to show our kids this and be like, yeah, we were a part of it.
1: Yeah, that's totally right. And as I look through the declared candidates, there's like 20 of them. There are four people who didn't submit petitions so they were they were going but they didn't submit the right paperwork there were six other people who withdrew so they were they could have gone but then they chose to step out and then there were a number of other people who were politically involved and were thought like people thought they were going to be in And that list is longer than the people currently in. It was like another 20 people. And so there's probably a good 50, almost 60 people in this space who were being considered or looked at for this position. Which that's a lot. It's a crazy amount. And these people come from very, very, very different places. I mean, they're all all coming from Chicago, but (laughs) their affiliations, their histories, their political trajectories, et cetera, are all very, very different in the things that they want and how they're connected. It's impressive because it's, there's so many people, but it's also kind of scary to think that we've gotten to a place where it's not like when you think, okay, well, who's going to be the president? It's like, well, we got 60 people who are all teed up you know, right. to, to be president, but the mayor of Chicago, our political climate is so needy that we have essentially a lot to look forward to because there's a lot that has to be done
0: yeah and i mean everything's gonna work out the way it's supposed to work out and the way it was always meant to work out but it always makes me like a little not sad but maybe like melancholy to think about the fact that somebody who could have been a really great mayor for chicago got disqualified on some like didn't have enough signatures on their petition or yep, like
1: complete didn't turn
0: it in on time like it's just sad that like i don't know it's set up in a way that the most people can fail yes and we might like you know lose out on our blessings being crazy
1: well i mean the the system is kind of set up that way right now and so if people get more involved then things like that could change but As things stand right now, the system is put in place to keep a large number of people out of the race and not get as many qualified candidates who have something to give to the space um, an opportunity to. So it sucks that the system's that way, but that's the way the system is.
0: Yeah. I always would feel better if it's like, cool, there are so many great choices that I now have to go through and read everybody and figure out who's the most awesome, as opposed to like, cool, let's go through and read and figure out who's the lesser of all the evils. Like, right. that's not fun. And so I think that the good news is that there are a lot of really good candidates for this uh upcoming election and i think that you know like chicago is at a point where they actually have a fighting chance at being a part of being the voice of chicago and like getting somebody in the office who wants to be a part of making chicago great for chicagoans
1: correct and that's that's always been what it's about
0: yeah speaking of kind of chicago politics if you remember in last week's episode we talked about chance the rapper's video with the chicagoists and talking about the aldermen. well this week maxwell little he was out campaigning for his local alderman and he was out there because he had heard reports that the current alderman and the people that work for him were allegedly going door to door and making people sign an affidavit and they stated that if the people didn't sign it, they would be jailed.
1: What is an affidavit?
0: So an affidavit is like basically a legal document, and it's it's legally binding.
1: So not like a petition where it's not a like, petition. I support this thing. You don't have to hold me accountable, but I'll put my name on it.
0: Right. Yes, affidavits can be legally like taken and put into court. Like it's That's it's that serious. Scary. Um, so allegedly, supposedly we don't know for sure, but they were out there doing that and telling people that if they didn't sign it, they would be jailed. He wanted to kind of go out and figure out what was going on and make sure that things weren't happening, but also kind of talk about, you know, like who he wanted to canvas for. And he was in the process. He was on Facebook live and he ended up getting shot. Whoa. Yes. Now, I want to say this up front that he wants it on the record that he's not confident that the alderman was behind the shooting, but that also leaves it open to interpretation that he kind of suspects that he was.
1: This is why the Chicago political thing is such a big deal because we got stuff like this going on.
0: Yes. And I mean, even if it wasn't that the like, let's say the alderman didn't do anything, which I would very much in my heart of hearts like to believe like he didn't have anything to do with this. How would he have known? Blah, blah, blah. But then it kind of goes to show the segregation in Chicago because, you know, a lot of these gangs try to make it so that, like, you know, newcomers can't really come up in their area like that. And so this man, he was out there trying to do something good. Like, he wasn't out there, you know, rolling down the streets with his gun hanging in the sky. Like, he was out there just talking to people, going door to door, and he ended up getting shot. And half the times when that happens, it's because, like, you know, the people don't recognize your face. That
1: could definitely happen.
0: And a lot of, a lot of Chicagoans just kind of, like, stay to their area, which True. is so sad because Chicago, there is so much to do and to see and to be a part of that it's almost sad that we try to keep each other out of each other's neighborhoods. It's like, wouldn't you want someone to experience the good in your neighborhood?
1: Yes, but it's complex. It's not so simple, primarily because there are lots of great neighborhoods with great people that have been around for a long time that are still under-supported and don't have the resources that they need in order to be sustainable, and so when other people come into those neighborhoods to get something for themselves, it's almost like a a social act of violence because, say for instance... If we're in our home and we don't have enough to eat, but then someone's coming knocking on our door trying to get food, you know, out of our house for their house, it's kind of like, well, now we are really at odds with each other. But um, the political space could help deal with a lot of these issues and encourage communication between communities that suffer the same things. And it's sad that they don't encourage that type of solidarity.
0: Cause I mean the sad thing is like he wasn't doing that like he was the guy that was like hey let me come knock on your door and tell you that your neighbor wants to give you some or like this guy wants to give you some food right like, he was I out wants there to help trying you get food. to yeah like he was out there trying to like help the neighborhood and so it's just sad that it's at the point where everyone is so skeptical and so weary of people and of other neighborhoods and of each other that like you know it's not in the like kumbaya peace peace kind of way but it's like we're all chicagoans like that's true it would be nice to look out for and not have to be like cool well we're gonna look out for ourselves on this side we're gonna look out for ourselves on this side but to be able to like you know join forces and really look out for one another i think that would be really cool that might be wishful thinking
1: i feel like the artists in chicago are ahead of the curve in that way yeah they're trying really hard The artists that come out of Chicago are from every part of the city and something that I can't brag about enough is the support you see amongst visual artists, musicians, artists of all types from every part of the city supporting each other, going to other neighborhoods to support the work of other artists and really trying to encourage a community where the city of Chicago works together. Yeah. And um, every creative person really has a has a hand in that but our artistic community in chicago definitely does a really good job of making it known that we're all in it together
0: yeah and it's not just we all got and it's not just like the bigger artists which like you know you think of like chance and saba and taylor and tokyo and all these other artists you know no name it's not just them trying to like bridge gaps but even down to like the smaller artists because we go to a lot of art shows and we went to one up north before and they shouted out like okay well who's from the south side and believe it or not most of the people were from the south side even though this event was all the way up north and I'm the person where it's like I gotta really love you or really want to be there for me to go anywhere north not because I have anything against north it's just so stinging far but it was cool to see that there were so many people like from my neighborhood that were up north to support this event. And it's kind of like with the artists, there's not really a like neighborhood competition because we not know we know how hard the grind is that it's almost like, yep. look, we, we're going to drag each other up. We're right. all going up. If
1: anybody makes it, that's a victory. <laughs> we
0: all making it. And it's cool to be able to like bring that back to the communities. And so I think that, yeah, once we get to a point where everybody's at where the artists are at, it's going to be great.
1: Yeah, I I think so too. They're really leading the way. And if you get a chance to go support a local artist, I guarantee you, if they're from one side of the city, they'll probably have someone from another side of the city opening for them. They may not even be performing in their home neighborhood just to kind of bridge those cultural lines. Yeah. Um, But the art community in Chicago is, is second to none. Everybody is supporting each other. And hopefully the city will sort of grow behind that movement
0: yes speaking of local artists Taylor Bennett just welcomed his baby into the world congratulations Mm -hmm. he's so cute and Chance the Rapper uh, took some time to reflect on Instagram and I I was really impacted by it because I didn't expect the post to be so heartfelt or meaningful because you know most of the time people just post like oh yeah here's my new nephew so cute blah 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 and then that's it But he actually said that he as a new uncle and his nephew being the first boy of that new generation, he's going to need for Chance to be educated and to kind of grow personally. And I think that that was really impactful just to think about like the fact that he's thinking that way. Like, wow, this is like the next generation and me as an uncle, even though I'm not like, you know, I'm not his dad because I know Taylor's probably thinking that as well. But Chance himself also is thinking, like, how can I be my best self to, like, help my nephew grow up to be the best for his generation? Which, like, you know, Chance is like, I'm going to quit smoking and I'm going to go do some soul searching and some digging. Take a spiritual and sabbatical. A, yeah, spiritual sabbatical. And it's like, that's really cool that he's thinking that way and doing that, like, for his nephew.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And um, we have a responsibility to each other as people. Yeah. And whether that's older people to younger people or peer-to-peer people within your community, outside of your community, just as people, we're kind of all alive together and have a lot of the same needs, especially when we're around each other. And that makes it so much more clear how much uh, we are responsible for each other. Yes. So I think that kind of segues us very nicely into mood where... We can talk about how we feel about a couple of these questions that have veins through some of the things that we were talking about.
0: Yes, and in Mood, just so you know, every week we're going to be bringing up questions that pertain to either the things we've talked to or questions that have been brought up naturally in the culture this week.
1: So what are our responsibilities to the next generation?
0: I always think of like when I think of, okay, what do I want to do for the next generation to put it as broadly as possible? I always think of when you work somewhere and you're getting ready to like leave your shift, like when I worked at Starbucks and, you know, it was like the end of my shift and they always tell you, okay, cool. You're going to go around, you're going to take out the trash bags, you're going to refill stuff, you're going to make sure that everything is good so that the next shift is set up for success. And so as far as like me personally, I think my personal responsibility is to make sure that like the next generation is set up for success, that they have all of the physical, emotional, spiritual, tangible, intangible tools that they'll need to be successful in their generation and to do more. Because I think a lot of times, you know, in the same analogy, like if you work at Starbucks and it's time for you to go. Sometimes it's like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Ready like, to go. <laughs> I'm not trying to stay around here and take out the trash and refill the mocha and rebrew coffee. Like, I'm just trying to go home. But it's like that, those little acts of selflessness are what sets someone else up for success.
1: Mm, I think personally, my responsibility to the next generation would be similar, but um, I think more focused on issues that, we collectively have and so preparing the next group of people to deal with some of the same things that (laughs) we're currently dealing with just because it seems like the work yeah won't be finished in you know a number of different areas in my time or our time and um, whatever information or knowledge that we have being slightly further down the road with experience becomes infinitely valuable to the next person to walk in those exact same steps and um I think everybody wishes that they had that they knew more than they knew now about yeah. where they're at and um education relationships and mentoring are just super 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 important you know wherever you can find a mentor take one but also wherever you can make one like a mentee uh, do it yeah so what would the previous generations what would what should their responsibilities be to us or what are their responsibilities to us
0: I think that their responsibilities to us like with where we're at right now would be to encourage I think that we're kind of all at the stage like we're kind of all who we're going to be already and so I think having some encouragement now to navigate adulthood would be important um especially because you know, when when the baby boomers talk about us, like, it's very rarely encouraging or talking about, like, the successes or the things that we've done that have actually helped or embedded, like, our generation, but it's usually like, oh, the millennials have ruined the internet, the millennials have ruined music, the millennials have ruined mayo, and it can be very discouraging as a millennial to be like, man, well, what do we do right? And so I think that if there was more encouragement from the baby boomers or from the previous generations, it would be more empowering for us to like do good and do better and to continue to try to set up the next generation for success as opposed to like, you know, the discouragement. It's like when you have kids and they tell you like 90% encouragement, like 10%, not discouragement, but like correction. There we go. An encouraging word goes a lot farther than a I told you so or a do better.
1: Yeah. I agree. I think that the one of the best things my dad told me that it empowered me and encouraged me was when we were living in Orange County. It was it was just a time I remember I was I was coming home from work. And I wasn't in a good headspace, and our apartment was super small and really so tiny. It was not great at all, and I remember walking in the door and just feeling super, super sad, and I'm like, "You know what? I need to go talk to my dad and then he and i we were on the phone for a good long time, and something that blew me away was he told me, "You know what? you are much further along than I was when I were at than when I was at your age." <laughs> And you are doing more right than I was doing at your age. And so it might feel like you're behind because you're not where I am currently.
0: Yeah, that's true. But
1: when I was your age, I was still trying to figure out things that you already have figured out, which is going to make it very different for you when you get to where I am. And now I think that young people don't hear enough that they're doing things right. Right. And that takes them away from doing more of the good and less of the things that, that aren't so great. Because a little bit of encouragement can go a really long way, especially when someone wants to do good. And right. And the good Which is sometimes most hard. Do. Yeah, a lot of people want to be successful, helpful, productive members of not just society, but of their communities yeah. and of their families. They just don't know how. They just don't know how, and so for someone who's older and further along in those spaces, community, family, to say, "Hey, you know what? These are actually the things that you're doing right. I would like to encourage you right. to continue in this way." That that could change someone's life. Yeah, and I'm very fortunate that you know it was it was my dad, you know, who told me that because a lot of people don't don't have relationships that close to them right. that know their life that could actually tell them something like that
0: yeah and i mean usually too if people say something encouraging then people's natural response is usually okay let me do more of that and if you're doing more good stuff you're naturally going to do less of the not good stuff so if previous generations were i guess more more encouraging and less skeptical It would really empower us and then, you know, kind of be chain effect because the more empowered we are as a generation, the better we're going to do at setting up our, you know, upcoming generations to also do well when they're our age.
1: Yes. And to not throw something in it, but to push it even a little bit further would be if your grandparent was really nice to you, you're going to want to take care of them.
0: (laughs) right
1: and so if the older generations fight to do right by the younger generations they're going to be taken care of
0: right yeah so, we always joke about that when we see like you know an an elderly person who's in a car who's driving and it looks like they're struggling we're always like man maybe you should have been nice to your kids yeah because, you, like, you, you wouldn't, don't need to be on the road
1: you, nope you do not need to be in rush hour traffic oh, in your goodness. 80s that yeah, is no. just shout out to you if you're in your 80s and you still got your driver's license yeah. and you're getting out there and doing it but honestly grandpa there be should be somebody else doing that errand or right getting that for you and um, bridging that gap helps put people in their best spaces right. so if you got the wisdom we're gonna come tap you for wisdom if you right. have the ability we'll have you go out and use your ability not Putting the people who have wisdom to go and use th- their Mm-mm. less abled selves to no, go do those thank things. Thank you. We c- we could leverage each other in ways that benefit everybody. So I think that right. hopefully I want to be the type of person that encourages the people under me, but also fights to take care of the people over me. Right. Because we yeah. can't really afford to lose information, to lose wisdom, yeah, no. to lose any momentum that we get really in any space yeah all right well i guess the real question that i think everyone wants to know oh boy is who is the true king of r&b
0: oh my goodness which do you know like what's been happening with that question
1: uh no but i found (laughs) about i found out about some guy named jacques yeah uh-huh. today Wh- i can't name one of his songs <laughs> um,
0: actually i feel like i might i saw one. what he
1: looked like for the first time
0: i don't know what he looks today. like
1: today and this is someone who is not on usher's confessions album that's saying that they're the king of r&b and I kind of have a problem oh, with that. Oh, yeah, I
0: don't know any of these songs. Right. Oh, I thought if I Googled, I would know one, but I don't know none of these. Oh, my goodness. Yep,
1: none of those songs are on confessions. <laughs> You're so funny.
0: Okay, but I, I, I see your Usher, and I raise you a Ronald Isley.
1: That ain't no problem.
0: <laughs> that ain't no problem. Because all the youngins are out here, like, you know, like, everybody waiting. Usher waiting, Tyrese waiting. Uh, Tyrese's was actually really funny. I thought it was going to be scary cuz you know he had a real rough year last year on on the gram but it was it was really cute so he was like talking about like who the queen of R&B was going to be and who is going to never be before her or after her and then he held up his daughter and i was like oh that's that's cute she doesn't
1: even have a number 1 album wow or maybe
0: not yet encourage the generations remember yeah
1: she's gonna be great (laughs) but yeah so he
0: weighed in um there's somebody else who weighed in about the like king of our oh chris brown weighed in and i'm like yeah that's good and cool and all but i'm like is ronald isley even on instagram (laughs) (laughs) like yeah that's cool y'all saying all this but he he can't weigh in for himself because no no isley brothers none of y'all
1: yeah i mean it's it's really like mr biggs yes i mean james brown is no longer with us but I think he kind of had the soul thing locked down. Yeah,
0: he's got soul.
1: R&B was a different.
0: Yeah, that was
1: a different. It was a different genre that he, he had yeah, some James overlap. Yeah, James Brown wouldn't
0: have been on The Quiet Storm. And when I think of r and I'm like, okay, who's on The Quiet Storm? Who's
1: on The Quiet Yeah. Oh, well, if, if that's the criteria. Yep. Even if it was a new Quiet Storm, you couldn't. Yeah, no, not y'all play not playing rock His music because
0: even his newer old. Let's talk music. about it. Yeah, let's if he there. decides to
1: come out with a new oh, single It's over. It's over for it's all y'all. Over He with. finna
0: have the aunties. He finna have the grandmas. He finna have all the young girls who ain't never heard of him like falling for this what seventy year old dude.
1: He's got that falsetto. Man. And he's still got pipes. He's still got it.
0: Like he can go out there live and work.
1: I'll I'll give I'll give Charlie Wilson an honorable mention.
0: He only got that one single though.
1: I know. Thank hey you. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, uh, we love you. The Gap Band had a lot of great music. So glad to, you know, know your testimony and your life and wow. you overcoming all these things.
0: I but. just know that song yeah yeah um Uh, i think think usher's a good he's a good he's a good first runner-up
1: i would say he's a good first runner-up as well because you're not gonna touch you you can't touch mr biggs he's untouchable
0: so controversial a lot of people were bringing up r kelly and they said that his uh life choices do not overshadow the fact that he is the quote unquote king of r&b wrong that's not
1: true they they do and this is why r&b is such a cool genre because it you it it forces the creator to be vulnerable yeah and if you're going to be vulnerable you have to be vulnerable you can't say that you're being vulnerable but then also abuse your power over other people. Right. Those are not the same things. And so the reason why R&B is so powerful, whether it's from a man or a woman, is because someone is being open and real about where they're at, something yes. that affects them emotionally, where they'd like to be, or you know, their goals or aspirations romantically, and it puts them in a position where they have to grow, the situation has to grow maybe another person has to grow right but it's it it puts them in a a vulnerable space
0: confessions yeah man album smacks
1: yeah the whole album is amazing
0: also cool thing ronald isley like
1: hey (laughs) you're contagious like
0: he he was honest with where he was at
1: touch me baby
0: wow okay we are going there
1: give me what you got oh
0: my gosh this feels wrong
1: hey he's he's got it in spades but i would say that 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 definitely disqualifies r kelly because it's it's kind of like a sham you can't say hey i'm being vulnerable but i'm i'm actually the abuser you know like that 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 doesn't really work or it's
0: like uh not to say that you know not to be too spicy but hitler played an instrument we don't usually remember that because of how terrible he was and it's like We we don't care, dude. Like Yeah, we don't care. (laughs) Don't care. And so, you know. Once once R. Kelly was found to be a horrible human being, like he got erased from all the all the playlists. Like he's not on the barbecue playlists anymore. I'm so sorry. Like he got some barbecue bops, but they gotta go. They gotta gotta go. go. They gotta go.
1: They gotta go. I'm trying to think who yeah. else could be. I can't
0: think of any more. It's
1: tough. I mean, there are I a lot like of people there who are some make gems, good music. But to say, hey, the the king, like you are at the top, right? Of the vulnerability mountain, that is really those. Are, those are big shoes think, to fill.
0: Yeah, it's it's Ronald. It's you know Ron Isley. Let's see.
1: Who, see who's drifting on the yeah, list. Yeah,
0: I'm looking at Apple's like a-list uh r&b thing and it's um, oh he's on the list Queese or whatever jacques he's on there he's I got think a song that's how you say his name. he's got a song you
1: never heard of it
0: i don't know maybe we have heard it let's just see mm. oh what that is aggressive
1: nope. now you know who i'd much rather listen to right now who could be there at the end of their career daniel caesar yeah that's true now daniel caesar even though he really only got like one album out right now
0: that's the only thing is that it's it's time against him
1: he cranks it he does such a great job of putting himself in that space and he gets us all there with him right so i'd say he doesn't have no he doesn't have the body of work that maybe someone like usher does have
0: oh oh my goodness we forgot about d'angelo
1: D'Angelo's way up there.
0: He's up there. He is up there.
1: I might even put him and Usher tied because their uh, music is. Di- uh, nah, that's, no, that's no, steep. No, that's, yeah, that's steep. That's real steep. D'Angelo. Yeah, actually, I think D'Angelo might. Yeah, he's vood- up there. Voodoo- but He's not know.
0: all the way up there. Well, I- oh, I'm putting shoot, Ryan McNight,
1: Luther Vandross, Luther
0: Vandross. See, y'all tweaking, man. No new kids are it. on this list. <laughs> no, <laughs> Who <man>. are you? <laughs> Who yeah. are you even? Jodacy new edition like
1: thinking about that commercial like that comes Hill? on late late night what? when luther vandross what? is what? here oh, and
0: sorry. now yeah and no. points that oh, finger goodness. luther vandross no i uh-uh. promise
1: to love faithfully yeah y'all, what
0: y'all are confusion yeah you
1: Tweaking hard yeah
0: so we don't know who the actual king of r&b is but we know who it's not
1: we know who it's <laughs> not it's not jacques it's
0: not jacques it's not anybody who's re- like i would honestly say it's not Is not chris brown i love you so much honey but it's not you
1: yeah you got a lot of problems and you can sing
0: you got a lot of problems you can sing he has some bo- he has some and B. like he's like i don't know i wouldn't even say the prince because no he, way. i would say usher is probably the prince
1: not even
0: no, Usher is. No. Usher had t- like two really strong, very formative albums. He doesn't
1: have a movie. He isn't a he don't got musical a movie yet. genius He's still
0: here. Oh, I don't know about that, babe. No,
1: well, I mean, in the same way. Like, Prince played every instrument that you could possibly p- play, and he wrote his own, mu- like, Usher the actual music? music. Oh. He actually writes the music well, I don't know about that. and he writes okay, the Okay, but songs. we're
0: talking R and B though.
1: I'm just saying you can't compare the. They're not. They're not a comparable to. But in the space, no, not
0: the Prince. I mean, like you know, there's the King and then the oh, Prince. Oh yeah. God, I thought you said no. Prince. Okay, I'm like, yeah, yeah well that's, that's that's just not. Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. We can't do that. That's confusing. Uh,
1: people, I'd rather hear more than Jacques, Daniel, Caesar, and even like. Blood Orange, like the most recent Blood Orange album is definitely yeah. like a new take on R&B and so yeah,
0: that Which I don't I don't know. Because I, I feel like neo-R&B and R&B are like two different things.
1: <laughs> Neo-R&B what the neo-soul? Neo, soul. Neo yeah. essentially made a Well, genre no, not
0: neo-soul. Because that, that one's also different.
1: Even Miguel is making good music yeah, now. Yeah,
0: actually. He had like, that first album was really good. Who the heck is Jaques? I don't know, man. Who is this person? Now, but you know what? He's, this is like, getting me tight. If this was a publicity stunt, though, to like make us go listen to his music to I'm figure out I'm not going to listen is, to his music. I'm going to because I really want to know. Well, i'm I saw like, a where video where do you get the cojones to be like yeah it's tis I, and well, everybody's like who right
1: what, <laughs> what? huh <laughs> he literally is like i'm the king of r&b and people were like yeah no and then he's like well of this generation and it's like still no <laughs> no
0: still no because you can't say that usher's still alive right i he- mean honestly ron isley's still alive
1: all right, okay, you, you,
0: you can't be of this because j- he could come out with a single at any time and ruin your life.
1: He could, he could re-release a old single. Ooh, stop
0: it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he could re-release an old single and get up on you like take that. your whole title. It would yeah. be like Tony
0: Braxton, how she just be like coming out of retirement and and to, to go sing and, and then wins a Tony the every single time or and wins this is just album or the album
1: This is not even talking about women. R&B well, yeah, singers. no, because it's like
0: the king. He knew better
1: yeah he he's tony Braxton,
0: since she has come out has like won awards every time yeah, she, she like, like stopped making she's music yeah. and
1: then said you know what it's been a while in case y'all forgot
0: yeah right and then starts winning awards from that
1: yeah like the big awards not the yeah, small awards The like big, awards. big
0: ones so yeah i don't know jack please. i mean i guess kudos to you for dreaming big
1: i hope this doesn't define your career as Live like
0: your best dreams
1: there you go Believe it.
0: Believe in yourself. Who else going to believe, gonna believe in, you? in you? Ooh, maybe he was listening to Two Chains. I would even give Two Chains more Stop than Jaque. Stop it now. Okay, we are moving on to Affect the Culture. Okay. It's late and Chip is starting. Two Chains.
1: This monster's <laughs> kicking in. Oh mango gosh. flavor.
0: So, mango this Loco. week. <laughs> you are a goon. This week in Affect the Culture. This is your last chance to register for PocketCon. Do it. I mean, this very second, as we are talking on this Thursday, is your last chance to register for this beautiful POC, LGBTQ positive, wonderful event for comic book creators that is going to happen this Saturday, December 15th, from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. and the
1: chicago cultural center
0: at the chicago cultural center it's your last chance guys so Just do it go rsvp at pocketcon.org
1: you are not doing anything during that time
0: and it's free why don't why wouldn't you want to go to a free event
1: and it's at the chicago cultural center which if you've never been there happens to be like an architectural piece of art yes for the city of Chicago.
0: Yes. And we're gonna be there. So you know. Yeah, that's come true. Hang out.
1: Come come see your girl. Come see your boy.
0: Yeah. I was I think we were gonna do cosplay, but now I feel like I don't have my life together to be able to like do it justice. So. I'm
1: gonna be the me that you hear on the podcast.
0: Well there you have it. Also in affect the culture this week, Social Works is going to be back with their night at the museum. Thursday, December 20th from 6 to 10 p.m. You can basically walk through the Museum of Science and Industry after hours for a night of fun, giveaways, and giving back. Obviously, it is a family-friendly event. Tickets are going to be sold and available through Eventbrite. And if you are able to, Social Works is asking that you bring a warming item, such as a coat or a blanket or gloves or scarves, but also items that warm the soul, like mp3 players and decks of cards and things like that all of the donations are going to go directly towards those experiencing homelessness in chicago and so this is a really good event to kind of go have fun meet the community but also to give back to those that we all see and know who need our help
1: yeah i think that that's really great that they do that type of work something that you know if you weren't in chicago during the early 2000s, you may not have been privy to this venue, but Connect Four was the name of this place where essentially you could come and view art, see musical performances. You could either pay some money at the door, or if you brought canned goods or feminine products or anything that they can oh. give to homeless people or people in need, you would get in. So they wouldn't hold the art hostage to money, which is sometimes the trade-off is that you can't have a great experience unless you pay for it, which I understand, you know, everybody's got to get their bag. We all have needs, but sometimes the culture deserves to be out there even more than it deserves to be paid for, even though it does deserve to be paid for.
0: Yes, which this event is paid for. So single tickets are $10, and they also have a family deal, which is 30 bucks, and you get four tickets.
1: That's like a meal for four at McDonald's, honestly. So
0: Yes, and also a major discount. Off of this, like the Museum of Science and Industry. So, if you ever wanted to see it and you haven't seen it or you haven't been there in a while, go ahead, sign up, get your tickets, start gathering some items to bring because this is going to be a very special event. Um, other than that, I don't think we have anything else. So, as always, all of our music is original and done by Mr. Eddie Supa. Hey, you can find him on his Instagram at Eddie underscore Supa. Or you can look him up on our Mood playlist, which is also found in our Instagram's, uh, what am I thinking? Link. Link tree. Link tree. And if you're wondering and thinking to yourself, hmm, how can I be more in their lives? How can I be more in their business? Then go ahead and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Mood the Podcast. I promise I'm going to be much more active on there.
1: Me too, sorry.
0: And also join our Discord. I think that if you want to interact with us very personally on a one-on, not one-on-one, but on a one-to-group level, um, that's going to be the way to do it where we're able to kind of hear from you also. We want to know like your personal businesses. We want to know what things you're excited about. We want to know the music that you're listening to. So if you really want to connect with us like as if we were besties, then go ahead and join the Discord group, which can be found on our Instagram's link tree. Which, if you don't know it, I will just say it now in case you're not on Instagram. But you can find the links that we all mention at www.linktr.ee slash moodthepodcast.
1: And I don't know how it's going for you. Hopefully, this was uh, as good for you as it was for us. I mean, I always leave satisfied. Have a great rest of your day.
0: (laughs) Shout out, Jim. Yeah, and if you like it, feel free to, if it's on your heart, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to. And yeah, tell your friends. Share it with your your family, your grandmama, your baby mama, all your mamas.
1: All your mamas. Love you, mama. All right.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to Chips Mom. Other than that, we will see you next Thursday. Wow, you're not gonna comment on that. I mean, you already said it, so <laughs> All right, guys. See you next Thursday. Peace.